welcome back to episode 55 of It Burns When I Pee, starring Carlos oh my and God. Camille. <laughs> it Burns When I Pee? It Burns When I Pee, episode 55. We've reached this far. This sounds like a show on Spike. Um, Yeah, I feel could've so. Been. It could have been a show on Spike. Um, I, I think they got rid of Spike TV. Did they? What did they replace know. it with? I don't FX? Know. No, I don't, I don't know. Some fucking... There's got to be some risky channel that's willing to like put niggas on TV. Apparently, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? Maybe they replaced it with a channel that's just a compilation of nut shots. No, Spike TV was like nothing but like Godfella, Goodfather reruns. Goodfather? Like Goodfather, Godfather. Godfather and I'm Goodfellas are two different movies? I've been watching Attitude Era WWF, and I'm up to the part where the Goodfather, Godfather, joins the right to censor and oh, becomes yeah. the Goodfather. Yeah, yeah. So I got that on the brain. Nonetheless, we are back actually for Two Belts, episode number 55, not it Burns When I Pee. Um, all right, whatever. You know what? This, this was <laughs> this is set up. We try to run out of the gate, huh? Yeah. And then we uh, stumbled a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But, you know, we'll be right back. You know who is stumbling? Hmm. This guy, Cat Williams. Oh, hell yeah. He didn't stumble. He fell into a headlock. This man. You got the, your bitch in a headlock. The rise and fall of Cat Williams over DVD. the last I can't number wait for of DVD. weeks. I know, right? ECW presents the rise and fall of Cat Williams. Um, Taking a fucking chair to his head and like his perm is the only thing protecting him. Dude, what the hell is wrong with him? Crack. I don't. Is it? Is it crack? It's crack. You do crack and you're never the same again. Is he just really insane or you think it really is crack? No, you don't come back 100%. It's like everyone I know that's like done crack, like over a period of time, it like it sort of degrades your mental faculties. Like you're not completely there. How many people you know do crack? How many people did I know that did crack? Like, I have a couple people that did crack in my project building. Sure. All right. Well, well there you go. I guess, man. You have your and own. And I've known them for years, so it's like I can see it. Still good guys? Still, Still good people. Still good people? Demean Mo? Yeah. Heart of Gold? Yeah. Mind of Crack? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Blood of King Cobra? <laughs> yeah. Because that's all they drink. They be drinking like 40s and King Cobras that's and St. Ives. <laughs> like, that's their blood type. Oh, man. But yeah, Cat Williams used to be really popular. And like, I don't know if it's the mid 2000s now or the later, latter 2000s. He was popular whenever the Boondocks were popular because he was on the Boondocks a couple episodes mm-hmm. and stuff. So he was popular then. Stand ups, like, Actual stand-ups. I'm not sure if he had any movie that went to theaters. He was really, really popular mm-hmm. among, like, you know, black people who like, you know, people midgets who sound like pimps. But so, at some point, he was the, really just a Cooney replacement for the Wayne's Brothers. At, at, man, I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe just one of the Wayne's Brothers, Marlon. But I feel like Marlon Wayne's is different. Like the Wayne's Brothers then aren't the same Wayne's Brothers they are now. Yeah, like, they were funnier before. It's sad. Yeah, it's sad, but true. But yeah, Cat Williams pretty much. So what we see on the internet this week is pretty much Cat Williams, you know, going head to head with a seventh grader. They're the same height anyway. Yeah, going head to head with a seventh grader. Apparently, he sucker punched a seventh grader. I have no idea what happened with the video prior. Maybe the seventh grader said some wild shit, like you know, you know. Oh, I seen him get up in Cat Williams' face before he got punched by oh, Cat what? Williams. Oh, what did he say? Like he didn't say much. Cause... You mad buns, you're a dickweed, like some seventh grader <laughs> shit, like you know. That's what I did to your mom. Your mama. Your mama's so fat. Well, and ahead. he said, what the fuck you said about mama? Punch that nigga right in the Punch grill. Punch that nigga in the face. That straight-ass Undertaker jab. And then they went into the most seventh-grade fight ever in terms of just, like, rolling in the ground. And then just, like, he he gets in a choke hole and, like, Cat Williams taps out. I was like, nigga, nigga, come on. I don't know. He put that seventh grade over. 
Yeah, I mean, you put them well, over. Believe it or not, so TMZ just reported that the seventh grader was actually like a very accomplished amateur wrestler. <laughs> How accomplished can you be in the and seventh this grade? This nigga's gonna be a young Shelton Benjamin. So apparently, Cad Williams has an entire like host of like shit that he's gone through over the past number of yeah, months. Yeah, he went to prison. Um, went to prison multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. There's a whole list. Um, he looks like he loses permanent for too long now. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Maybe let's that's see. that's another thing that's affecting his brain. Um, February 28th, this year, by the mm-hmm. way, um, five women came forward to allege that Cat Williams um, and 15 members of his entourage and security team attacked them and stole their cell phones. That's just number one. Police. Wow, made, that is the most crackhead shit. Police made no arrests. Oh, he became irate because he didn't like him being filmed without consent, so... I think that's super. That's like crackhead shit, right? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you looking at, man? What the fuck you looking at? Um, I live here. This is my train. A day later, <laughs> day later, February 29th. Yeah, Cat Williams landed behind bars on a misdemeanor battery charge for allegedly throwing a pair of swimming goggles and punching a clerk in a pool supply store. I want to tell you that the swimming goggles were probably already on Cat Williams' head, <laughs> and that was before he came in the store. <laughs> Um, I'm about to do some PCP. <laughs> Cat Williams explained to TMZ that he flew in a rage because he, the clerk, used the N-word on the last day of Black History Month. Was the clerk black? I don't know. No, he probably was. Oh, he probably wasn't, you know? Maybe. South maybe, is a different maybe, place. Maybe he was in a Trump state. Um, let's see, it's let's very see. very different. On March 2nd, that's about two days, three days later, <laughs> um, Cat Williams found trouble again when he attempted to aid, okay, let's see. He attempted to aid victims of a car accident that reportedly occurred outside his Los Angeles hotel. On the scene, he was confronted by a group of rappers, they put air quotes over rappers, who allegedly made light of the performer's less than hulking physical stature. According to Cat Williams, he punched them, and they struck back in self-defense. And now, you know, he's a suspect in a misdemeanor charge for not only, you know, the thing that happened two days ago, but the thing that happened, I guess, on March 2nd. Three days later, March 6th. Philadelphia, Beanie Siegel Dude, and Jada this guy Kiss is concert. Fast. Yes, yo, he is he's running so, on crack speed. He is like he's um, oh, he's running through the country like the fucking like Suicune, my nigga. He's like, gonna he's no, old. you know, he's gonna, they're gonna call him a superhero. He's gonna be like called Freebase Feet or something <laughs> like that. That nigga's fast as fuck. How I the know. Fuck does... <laughs> Freebase Feet. That's yeah, that nigga, nigga powers up and hits the crack pipe, nigga. <laughs> This is horrible. We shouldn't make fun of someone's we addiction. Shouldn't have someone who but, just has an issue who needs, you know, he needs, yeah, because he needs to be I, saved. It, like he has deep. At this point, he's pretty much sure. I'm pretty much assured that he has deep scarring psychological issues. Yeah, maybe. Like he's running like Chris Brown out of the crazy category wild quick. So at this Beanie Siegel and Jadakiss concert, you know already. What's the reason? It's already you know it's already a hood shit. But you know people are it's the <laughs> hood people are there to enjoy the. The truths mm-hmm. of Beanie Siegel and Jadakiss. During the clip, which was shown on World Star, this is where I became, you know, hip to Cat Williams' this crazy, mm-hmm. you know, bullshit. He assumes a fighting crouch and then suddenly leaps across the stage to elbow an apparently unsuspecting man squarely in the face. They both go down and see a bodies, and be- it's being shown that Williams is stomped out to the ground. Let's see. So he jumped that nigga. He jumped that nigga and then got his ass beat by all of that nigga's friends. Leading up to being humiliated by this middle schooler allegations facing Williams arrive on March 17th when actress Jamila Majesty sued him for emotional distress excuse me actress what Jamila Majesty actress actress 
you should sure not like black porn, ice or, or porn yeah, stars? yeah, like, yeah, like right. a porn star. Um, Jamila Majesty. I feel like those are the type of girls he fucks with. <laughs> oh, bitches named Jamila Majesty. Um, sued him for emotional distress, battery, and false imprisonment stemming from a 2014 incident at the gated Malibu mansion. According to Majesty, she was repeatedly beaten and tortured by Williams and his entourage of four or five scantily clad female companions. So he has a he has a squad of bitches, you know. It's like, you know He's the Godfather. Cats Angels or whatever it is. Cats know, Angels? Something along those lines. <laughs> is that a Taz Angels? Gotcha, um, gotcha. All because she used his bathroom without permission. Ain't no bitch taking a shit in here if I haven't taken a shit in here. Apparently, this is what I heard, this is not in this news report. Not only did they beat the woman, they beat her for out three hours. Wow. And they also wow, 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 wow. she also is reporting like they opened some book of like spells and casted witchcraft on her. <laughs> I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas from jump. Cat Williams is the leprechaun from Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> told y'all niggas he an evil nigga. Is it really the crack? Like it's I think I think it's the crack to an extent, but I think it's all like also deep scarring psychological issues because nobody just turns to crack because they're okay. I feel like most comedians go through this period of time, you know, popular comedians. It hasn't happened to Kevin Hart, maybe not yet. Maybe, maybe not, not ever. yet. Maybe maybe, oh, not maybe, ever. maybe he's a little more sane than this yeah, guy. Yeah, maybe. But I feel like Martin Lawrence had his issues. Eddie Murphy um, most definitely. Eddie Murphy definitely had his issues. I mean, nigga fucked a transvestite. I mean, he didn't know. Was, yeah, cool. whatever. He nigga fucked pussy, a tra- pussy. Yeah. Nigga fucked a transvestite and then came out with a reggae album. Yeah. I mean, that reggae single was kind of hot, though. <laughs> it, I'm not even going to front. That reggae single, I, I low-key want to play it in the Ske- background of this podcast, but, you know. Skeety Bomb 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 Vampire in Brooklyn. With SoundCloud's new, like, adventures and shit. Shit's yeah, they, DJ, they um, deleted DJ Slink's fucking SoundCloud. Nigga, they're going to flag this shit in record time now that they've acquired Sony shit. Mm-hmm. Um, nonetheless, the people said all the time that Dave Chappelle, you know, went to Africa after he couldn't do a show, had his, you know, apparently mental breakdown, like, that's what America call it, but he just called it, nigga, I was going to Africa. We'll, we'll keep a watch, we'll keep on cat watch for any more things that may pop up. He may rob your house. I'd close all doors. I'd, um, hide any, you know, any woman you hold dear to you. I'd, you know, keep them away from the Lower East Side. Um, Why? Crack. Just uh, crack everywhere, bro. Cr- cracks everywhere, man. Can't stop crack. Um, let's see, let's see. What what else do we got here? That's that's all I want to talk about with Cat Williams. Rise and fall of Cat Williams. I hope the best for him. Eventually, that he gets the help that he needs. Eventually, so he can go back to being funny and me not thinking he's funny. Let's see, music news. So pretty much the rest of the shit is music. That was just our yeah, just our Cat Williams breakdown. Oh um, oh oh. oh. Last night I went to this event. It was a listening party for um, Disillusions. Uh, this dude, Adrian Daniels, like my friend George has been friends with him for a long period of time. Sure, George was on the show, by the way. Silky, Silky Black. Silky Black, yeah. Just a number of episodes. So he came through to that event, and he invited all of us. My boy Flash did some artwork for the event. Flash was also on the show before. Yeah, so there's a lot of people it's that It's not just your show. You're not, he's just your boy. He's our boy. The two belt. He's part of the two belts family. <laughs> Stop trying to stunt, and like, my boy... Yeah, every I'm time you see a name dropping <laughs> stunt nigga, <laughs> some name dropping. No, no, no. I try to like I try to say it as most modestly as possible. Okay, that's why I'm stumbling my words on purpose because right. I don't want to be like, yeah, my boy. And He's then we got man. into the VIP with all the hoes and liquor. Maybe that did happen. No, none know? of that happened. But the liquor, the, there's a story about the liquor. Sure, but, let's go into this liquor. But story. anyway, I don't drink by the way. So yeah, he don't. It's because it fucks up all sort of social interaction. Nah, I don't. It don't. Like, the only thing that limits you is being an unopened person. So, drinking liquor and smoking weed, you don't need that. But yeah. I do it anyway. 
Anyway, so Adrian's like premiering his album that's supposed to drop like April first, Disillusions, and it's like Is he independent? Is he major? Is he He is very independent, but he has got like such amazing production quality. Like the I only was only there for about like eight songs off the album and it's sure. like I think about eleven, twelve tracks. But everything I heard sounded like unique and amazing and it's like it's taking leaps and bounds before like any of the like R and B shit that's coming out now and I've I really hope people like if you guys want to just search up his name AD it was on Twitter AD the Stoner and just like look through like stuff like there's like I think a stream going around on Spotify with his like music on it sure so check that shit out if you really into like R&B and like the future of music I guess I don't know check out Adrian Daniels um I haven't really I've heard of him I was at a concert he was at, but I just showed up late because I felt like last time I showed up to a concert early. But I have this problem where I like show up to shit like on time, and I've learned that the world does not work on time. Mm-hmm. That is actually a ploy to get you to show up to wait for the artist for two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just showed up like two and a half hours late, and I was like, "Oh, great! I showed up right in time." But yeah, shout out to any sort of independent artist doing their thing and making know, all this dope music. There are a lot of artists that are showing me that. There are a lot of artists and producers from New York that are just showing me their stuff, and I'm just like, damn, I can't wait for you guys to drop this. One day. South by Southwest was last week. Mm-hmm. Everyone came back. All my friends came back. All and tired. All, all tan and sick. <laughs> all tan and sick. You know, that Austin water is, I don't know. Nah. I heard Austin's uh-huh. a great city. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. The like, water's not bad. You're treating it like Mexico. Mexico. It's closer like Montezuma. To, it's closer, it's Montezuma's to revenge. It's close to Mexico. It's, it's closer to Mexico than here is. Even though our water is terrible, like the New York water. New York water actually has vitamins and minerals in it. Well, New York water tastes great, but the beaches are, are terrible. Yeah, yes. terrible. You will catch a diaper by your feet. Um, a diaper, nigga. You gonna catch a condom to the face? <laughs> You're like, oh, look at that jellyfish. Oh shit, that's a magnum. <laughs> Yeah, a fucking condom on your face. Oh, shit. Um, let's see. So, South by Southwest was last week, and apparently OVO showed up at the Fader Fort for a surprise set. Uh-huh. Um, Drake showed out. He showed up with his, you know, new X division. Um, Subtraction. Subtra- no, Multiplication. Okay. PEMDAS and shit. Um, <laughs> Parentheses, PEMDAS exponent. next door. And uh, McConan. Um, <laughs> that's funny. And uh, McConan. But McConan wasn't there. That's what made me the most funny part about it. Um, McConan wasn't there. So I'm not sure if he knows if he's part of OV or not. But Division was there. <laughs> the contract he sends him with it comes with a stamp that says no VO and he's like <laughs> voided. Um no Maja Jordan was there. Majimbu. Who dropped their album that I still haven't decided to go back to. I think it's about something about you or something something white. Well, um, it's got that My Love song and then it's got the My Love remix with Drake on it. I gave up on My Love. I'm like if I don't enjoy the rest of it. My Love. I don't, yeah, my love. I'm not keeping it in rotation. Thumbs in your butt, my love. <laughs> and then party next door. Thumbs in your butt, my love. Who premiered his new song, "Come and See Me," also featuring Drake. Oh man. Um, how do you like "Come and See Me"? "Come and See Me" is like it's very funny because I haven't heard any new party track since he came out with that colors thing. Sure. And no, then, really, he dropped. He no, dropped no, he a dropped part- songs. Oh yeah, on... you're right. He dropped "Party at Eight, and then he dropped some OVO. He never sound. dropped "Party at Eight. "Party at Eight never came out. He dropped no, 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 a few no. songs the on song. OVO Sound Radio. The song, Party at 8. Oh, Party at 8, yes. Party at yes. 8, the song, not the project. Okay. But he dropped that shit, and he's like, he was saying that the TM88 project was never going to come out because their schedules are too hectic. Sure. And then, like, uh, what was it? He dropped No Feelings with Travis Scott. Yes. And then what else did he? I think he, had he dropped s- a couple songs. He, 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 he hosted song. OVO Sound Radio and dropped a slew of songs, probably like six songs, all mm-hmm. about a minute and a half long. Um, from what I know, I, th- I I was under the impression Party Next Door 3 was supposed to come out, um, 
P or PND three. I'm not even sure if it's called PND three. I feel like he would have re- he would have needed something completely different. Like now in this time, in but the I state, feel like trilogies are hot, kind of. I, nah, I feel like trilogies set up for the disappointment of the third. Yeah, well, yeah. Unless uh, you Gucci, Gucci had Trap House three. That's true. Um, Which is an opus. And um, the drought three by Lil Wayne. That was pretty mm-hmm. dumb. Um, nonetheless, come and see me. Very nineties ass, very slow moving, mm-hmm. very down tempo record. And very clear. Very that's cl- another the thing that's like with um with um like party next door's music and sound, he goes for like a mysterious, very fade mm-hmm. in, fade very out. Bent sort of- brim is very low. Oh gosh. On this record. This oh. bent brim the bent brim hat is very, very low. But go on. Yes. <laughs> you had you think that's the filter for the t- I feel like so <laughs> you're gonna see in my emotions, girl. I'm mysterious. A mysterious and fly, but you also, <laughs> but fly. you also know that my dreads go through the side of my snapper. <laughs> but I mean, so we've we've reached this point where you know what we've reached a point where Party Next Door, among the crowd that loves him, must loves have, him. They, they love Party evolve. Next Door. That's the thing. He must evolve. And where that's does what this track sounds like? He must evolve. I feel like. But well, where does he go from here in terms of evolving? What nigga, does he do? You look at you look at the weekend's Moonstone, my nigga. You look at that. That's true. <laughs> you look at the weekend's Moonstone Super that true. was um. That was like the earned it signal single, and then that album that came after it. Right, I feel like he he. I mean, he 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 penned one of the the number one song in the country for the last five weeks now. Work by Rihanna and Drake. So he's got you know, Snigga. So, he's eating forever. So Jamaican. He's eating forever. Snigga is so Jamaican for penning that. But um, I don't know. People have been saying like, oh man, he should have kept work for himself. I'm like, it wouldn't have been a hit if he kept it for no. himself. Or it would have been a no. massive of a hit. There would have been no, a great, no. yeah, exactly. Maybe a great introduction, but I'm not even sure if he wants to be known for that. In terms yeah. of, I think he created it specifically for Rihanna. For it has Rihanna. all the accents and the all the small tidbits that make a Rihanna song, even down to like the demo, which has like the kind of the accent ish. Um, nonetheless, I feel like now's the time. As opposed to, I don't know if he sort of has a major label deal or any sort of major label distribution. Because now he's got to wade through all these R&B acts that, that are sound so much like they're similar, so, so not similar. far off from what's going on with and him, and that are doing so much better than him. Not mm-hmm. so much better than him. They're putting the, out much more consistent work. That's but they're more. The thing is, they're more popular than he is. For instance, Tory Lane, say it. That's really gotten him to the next level. It's a top twenty song. He's been it's being played on mainstream radio, crossover radio, rhythmic, all those sort of things. Bryson Tiller is like out here. He's doing units with his album. Mm-hmm. The the single don't and like exchange and like you know sorry not sorry. They're all continuing to push the album. I feel like that album is eventually going to become gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have Party Next Door, who's really like not to say he was one of the first ones, but in terms of this, just like the style of music for this era, he was one of the leading people. Of this era. Like, mm-hmm. Drake was last era, and he obviously he borrowed a few, you know. I think um, Party Next Door, when he was, you know, his the previous artist, in, Incarnation. Uh, incarnation? Incarnation? Incarnation. Ooh. Incarnation of what he was before, which was like Jaron B or something along those Jaron lines. Jaron B. And then he eventually, I know, Yo, right? Do you remember that picture of him? Like, yes. Like, he had a Space Invaders t-shirt, and yes. he was mad fat. It's, the incarnation of Jaron B, and then he just sort of added, Drake sort of added his little fixings to it, and he's like, nigga, you gotta, like, do it like this. And then he was like, you know, he became this new sort of artist. I feel like now it's up to him to, like, listen, we gotta we gotta take this beyond just, you know, mm-hmm. 
making internet niggas happy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really... And also, there's got to be some women at his shows, man. I know, I right? I heard it's like mad niggas. I heard it's mad dudes. Mad niggas love Look, Lauren know. and sipping Henny. Listen, that's cool, though. If you're an R&B artist that can manage to appeal to dudes and ladies, you've kind of won. I but you got but like, like 40 not niggas. like mad dude like the majority dudes like dudes are pushing past women to get to the front it's like oh my god this is my shit nigga this is my shit. shit wild bitches hold up listen wild bitches is a great song <laughs> wild bitches all the wild bitches wild <laughs> bitches live anyway yeah I feel like party next door needs to take it to the next level he really needs to you know what he needs what he needs to get Kalani back uh uh-uh. no nah, I'm kidding nah. Make the best music when you're heartbroken. Even I know. if he is even heartbroken about you know, future. losing the Kehlani to um Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. I'm a dunk on you bitch, nigga. That's why LeBron leaving you, nigga. That's funny. You stupid uh, bitch. Um <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> yeah. Come and see me. It's out. Um moving on. Uh it looks like let's see what I got here. What I got here. Rihanna. So She bought her own masters. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know, right? I was gonna, I was gonna, I was you gonna, gonna, you gonna announce it so eloquently. I, I was gonna announce it so eloquently. So Rihanna confirms our suspicions in relation to um, why it took so long for her to drop her album. Apparently, last year it was last year that she acquired all her masters to her previous work, which is a shitload of money to probably pay for all those, and a shitload of money that Def Jam is probably losing because you know Rihanna records play all the fucking time mm-hmm. and they make a whole lot of money. But I think Def Jam sort of cashed out on that. So the way essentially masters work, every sort of every sort of recording artist who gets into a major label deal, um, usually one of the stipulations in the contract is that the label owns a percentage or pretty much the entire thing of their masters. Masters recording allows an artist to sort of distribute it, whether they want to play it on the radio or in movies or in ads or something. It gives the label the um, the go ahead to be able to do that and sort of cash out and all the things back. Um, most artists, you know, most artists sort of, really great artists will negotiate their deals in terms of, like, obtaining a percentage of their masters or maybe, like, for a certain amount of time, the label will own the masters and then the artist, after a certain time, will obtain the masters um, maybe, like, after two, three years or something along those lines. What happened? Full of a new whip. <laughs> like I'm a slave man. Um, other independent artists usually just kind of own their own masters and see how it goes there, or they may, you know, mm-hmm. just like uh, lease it out for time to time. Just to name a few, like Jay Z, Nipsey Hussle, all well known for owning their own masters. Um, I believe I'm not sure if Drake does, but I feel like he owned. He has a good. He has a very good like, deal. I feel like so I'm heard. looking. I'm looking at his like his thing to see if he's still signed to Cash Money. He is, but, but I, I've heard he has a very very good deal. Yeah. Um, I feel that it, he's he's half Jewish, so I feel like he can negotiate it himself. Yeah, he maybe. puts a nigga, nigga shows up, right. puts the hat on. I'm just an advocate, all right? I'm just an advocate. Um, um, Maury, Maury, come here. We're going to read this. <laughs> Noah, Noah, we're going to read this. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, you, you, think I'm a, you think I'm a schmuck? You think I'm a schmuck with my, you know, I, kind of, I come with the masters, and I all I want is the masters. All I want is my recording. I mean, I just want to do what I want to do, you know? <laughs> Uh, let's see, but yeah, uh, re- recording in terms of masters, um, Rihanna owns all her masters, so that's a pretty fucking. If you're Rihanna, that's pretty dope mm-hmm. because if, not only she's twerking all the way to the bank. Um, I'm not sure how much like I'm sure it, it's worth way more when the song actually drops. I assume Def Jam pretty much 
juice all they can get mm-hmm. out of their so, all of her recordings. But just to own your masters and just like moving forward and shit like that, she must be sweet for her. You get mm-hmm. twenty five million dollar deals with Samsung and shit. And you're like, oh shit, I recouped. Especially coming from like in the beginning of her career when like there was rumors that she was broke and shit like all the time. Yeah, there was always rumors that nah. she was broke. Nope. No, I under. I feel like. She, I feel like if Rihanna decided to tell a story, it's like, yo, I was low-key broke for, like, all oh, good girl gone bad. <laughs> like, they just, uh, the label just financed my haircuts. Um, and my wigs. <laughs> and my extensions. And my braids. Oh, man. If I didn't get that, it's like, I'm so lucky that Sprite deal came in or else I would not I have... am so lucky that work came out and it was hot. I had to thank the shit out of Drake. I know, right? I sucked both his and Party Next Door's dick at the same time. Interesting. Funny. Um, speaking of, all- I feel like she could and would do that, but it's a secret. No, I don't think she. I don't know. I don't think she does. I, I think she's a wild and free spirit. I feel spirit. like she knows. No, I don't feel like she's that. I feel like she knows her value, and she really puts her foot down in terms of like men and shit. I, I'm, I'm just saying. This is what I perceive from her. This is how I. I this is the vibes. I, I want. Get from I want her. you to let. I wanted to let you know that sometimes vibes are a front. Yeah. <laughs> vibes are a front, and some people are very much wiling on the low. Yeah. Maybe. I, this is the vibe I get from her in terms of just, like... She walling on the low. I know it. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll agree to disagree. You can't keep that secret from me, Rihanna. Um, I know you Speaking of other pop divas, it looks like Beyonce's dropping this weekend. And if the time this podcast if comes out... If she does this, I'm going to fuck her up. Ikanya, we going to square up. Sure. Why? Because it's like... It's not necessary. It's like too many things happening, like, just at the cusp of April. It's like she's kind of... Almost wash out all these other people. Yeah, why not? It was going to happen eventually. What, she's supposed to fucking wait until... Uh, July, at least. July? No one drops summer albums, man. I summer know. singles. Jesus was a summer album. Look at how that turned out. I still like it. I mean... Whatever, nigga. Not a great album of the summer, but you know. I don't think so. I think a lot of people aren't built for the summer. That they think they are. I don't know. Singles I, are built for the summer. I feel like fucking Beyonce is built for the summer because she'll sell something no matter what. She'll sell in any season and she's like, you know what? April. She's like bananas selling any season. That's true. But I feel like she's like April. It's too mm-hmm. much with like four, and there's so much like four things with her. So apparently, like. Oh, that's her shit? Yeah. That's like the most unluckiest number in China. They don't even have four floors. You sure? Yeah, I'm dead ass. Wow, okay. Well, four is the bad luck number in China. You know what Beyonce says? What? Fuck China. You know, Beyonce Don- is China. You know what? Donald Trump says, fuck China. So. By correlation. All right. By political alignment. All right. I okay. made that up about China. Don't come at me, Beehive. Nonetheless, apparently, I made like, that shit up about Donald Trump. The no, iTunes is getting ready. I, for some reason, K. Michelle said something about this album coming out because she knows. She's like, oh, my manager is good friends with, like, her manager and, like, shit like that. So, you know, the album's coming out this weekend or, like, today or something along those lines. So, you know. I can't lean back in this chair anymore to give you my disbelief on what K. Michelle knows. Sure. I'm sure K. Michelle still eats spaghetti with chopped up hot dog in it. (laughs) Very sure. Um, Maybe. Maybe on the low. Her tears are grits. Uh, (laughs) You're an asshole. Um, Yeah, so, you know. You're you're a fucking asshole. Um, what should Beyonce do? I, well, you don't give a fuck. She's gonna be fine either way, nigga. What do you like, mean? What should Beyonce do? What she should do? I say respect. Forward. I, like, should, I is, say respectfully. Is, She's gonna be on tour regardless, right? Yeah, I guess. So it's like, what does she really need to do? That's the biggest promo she can give herself. She's already got niggas' money. She's got everyone's money. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just you know, I'm here. 
Beyonce's album, I'm sure it's gonna drop. Uh, I'm ready for it. I actually do like Beyonce. I don't hate her like everyone else does. Um, let's see. Let's find everyone else. I think it's just me and like five no, people. I think a lot of people hate Beyonce. I that think I a lot know. of people are just tired of Beyonce. This also no, they hate Beyonce. All right. Um, R.I.P. to Five from the Tribe Called Quest. R.I.P. to the Five Foot Assassin. Um, I was listening to a lot of Tribe Called Quest this week. You on pre- point, Jamil? Mm. Mm. You don't remember that song? No. Um, because I, um, I feel like my my cousin used to play it all the time. Here's the thing: I didn't listen to a lot of Tribe Called Quest. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I never listened to I a was, lot of Tribe Called Quest. I mean, Quest. a lot of things I had listened that to. That was like. before my foray into hip hop, which was like 1997, 1998. Got you. When I was younger, I guess, like all the car rides in Long Island, which is sort of how I ended up knowing about like sure. dance hall music and things like that. Right. My aunt, my cousin would play like all these Tribe Called Quest, early Wu Tang records, mm-hmm. Biggie, fucking Tupac, all that shit. So it's like I've I've heard those records before, and there's like sort of a lapse in '90s hip hop between like I'd, I'd say probably 1998 to like 1992. I think I feel like I heard almost every record like from moving all those backwards. Like yeah, like from like you couldn't have started 1992 to 1998 because I knew like the end point more than I knew the the starting point. So you just I think I feel like at, after a certain point in that in that like age of 13 to 12, I'd heard all those people's records by sure. then. Sure, sure. I'm like ugh. I mean, yeah, I didn't listen to a lot of Tribe Called Quest, but luckily I have this Apple Music thing over here that, that supplies me with Low end theory playlist. That slowly, re- it was like, oh, best of Tribe Called Quest. Here we go. I'm, I'm going to sample them. Oh, you know, <laughs> he, he was very influential, but like, honestly, old school hip hop isn't my shit. <laughs> I, I keep telling people that it's not for everybody, it's and I feel like shit. old heads should not be sucking mad penis. Yeah, it's if, not my shit. I don't like be sucking mad penis if like people don't know it. Yeah. But yeah, it's not my shit. Um, but R.I.P. I understand his influence. Mm-hmm. I respect his influence. I respect it's a tribe called Quest's um, legacy on hip hop and how they've changed and become so respected within the hip hop mm-hmm. world. Um, Five was remembered just by the way he was remembered by a lot of people and just by the outpour of support and just like despair when people when people found out that he passed away. I can tell he was super duper respected. But um Oh he, when I said you on point meals you used to say always Carlos. Um I that saw was it from a song. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I feel I'm ashamed. Don't but not ashamed. that ashamed. Yeah, you're not ashamed. Not that it's ashamed. Okay. I'm not I don't feel When people bad came about at it. my neck for not hearing the Chronic two thousand one, I was just like you know, Suck my dick. First of all. That is not first of all, the Chronic it's cool. Yeah, we've heard all the singles from it. I heard the last episode. But don't like don't tug on Dre's dick like that. Yeah. Come on now. People are. Was that a classic? I don't remember. Was that was that a classic worth dick riding? People came at me for not knowing that Martin Lawrence and Ed, Eddie Murphy movie. Which uh, one? Um, Life. Yes, I never saw that movie. Oh, it's 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 okay. All you need to know is you gonna eat your cornbread. That's like literally one of the funniest <laughs> scenes in there. That fat nigga. Uh, yeah, I never saw Life. Um, looks pretty like washed, honestly. I don't know. People don't mention it, so I'm like, why? Why am I missing? Why am I getting flamed on Twitter for like? Not seeing this movie when, like, literally no one has mentioned it outside of me for hearing that song from the soundtrack, which is a dope-ass Maxwell song. Shout out to Maxwell. Shout out to Maxwell. He needs to come back to music, but he's, um, like, he's fucking n- around. He's fucking around. Yeah. 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 Um, when that when that secret drops, uh, yeah. I don't know who's going to. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do the yeah like fucking schoolboy cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's yeah. a Brooklyn nigga, so I respect it. Who? Schoolboy Q? No, Maxwell. He's from Brooklyn? Yeah. Where do you live? Old Flatbush? I don't remember. His mom worked with my mom. And they were both chill. nurses. Chill. Chill, chill, So chill. I got... Six degrees of separation. So I got the... I already I got the his last album Summer Black Summer's Night I got it for free but I already bought it so we have two copies. Also I guess rest in peace to Toronto Mayor Rob mm-hmm. Ford. Also also another victim of the cracks. Right, the greatest tweet I ever saw was it's crazy how one day you could be doing crack and the next day you'll end up dead. Rest in peace Rob Ford. <laughs> um, R.I.P. Is it is it terrible to laugh after an R.I.P. Mm, yeah, unless yeah. it's a very funny death. I'm sorry. Unless you die like the nigga from Lethal Weapon where he the was, toilet He explodes. had a great legacy. Like, he was, he's, like... He's the first Jamaican white president. Jamaican white Jamaican. president. He just, like, who's such, like... People, I'm sure, you know, the white media is calling him, like, a free spirit. And, like, you know, he was just... And the you know, bumba clot done, dada. Yeah, he was just so... <laughs> Jolly and other like happy terms that people use for fat, fat people. people. Yeah, <laughs> nigga, jolly is the go-to. Jolly, jolly is the go-to. A hearty laugh. A hearty laugh and a stomach full of fucking pudding. Yeah, something along those lines, man. Shout out to him, man. He was a good. He was a. I know he's. He one made of those, he made New York na- mayors just look like wow, like fucking trash. Yeah, because it's like he's like Marion Barry on steroids. Like he survived crack and he became Jamaican all at once. And the mayor of Toronto. Mm-hmm. He became the mayor. Smoke crack as the mayor. I'm a real trap. I do what yeah, I want. Shout out to you, mayor, smoking crack behind doors. Yeah, like, shout out some... to Marion Barry's son for getting reelected after smoking crack in D.C. Listen, he was fucking a prostitute at the same time, dog. Listen, that's the grounds you want to run on, man. Let's Donald into... Trump is next. He's gonna start smoking crack. Oh, let's get into let's get into music. Let's get into these albums because there's a number of albums that dropped this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a number of albums to review, so let's get into these albums. Which one should we get into the first? Um, probably Azalea Banks Slazy. Azalea Banks Slazy. So apparently, I don't know if this was a secret album that sort of dropped out of nowhere, or she. Oh said, no, she. The thing is, I had read it on um on her wiki page. So sure. apparently, Slazy was actually supposed to be a compilation of Jay Z remixes. Oh, but that never happened because, because of Jay Z heard about it and was like, "Bitch, don't you ever get on my beats, ever, <laughs> never in life." I'm, I'm putting a cease and I'm desist. Here, I'm here with DJ Premier, and you know what DJ Premier has to say? <laughs> it's not happening, dog. Jay Z called. He was like, "I'm ordering a cease and desist." I'm ordering, like, you know, one of those things where you have to stay 50 feet away. You have to be at least five songs away from every Just Blaze production. Every five songs away from a young guru, master jack. I want you nowhere near me, Five steps away from these Timberland-produced beats that I got on a long time ago. I want you nowhere near any You can't even touch the Magna Carta. You cannot touch anything. Nonetheless, I heard the big beat prior, which Uh is pretty dope. Brilliant use of that Biggie sample. Honestly, like the first time I actually heard a Biggie sample, it might have enjoyed it, and it was in a house track. So I, I, before I guess maybe like mid two thousand fifteen, I never really had any interest to listen to Azalea Banks. Mm -hmm. I knew she was talented. I knew she was very popping. I knew she was very buzzing. But you know, she was annoying Harlem bitch who made mad noise. She's like every girl I dated in high school. Uh, Very talented. Won't shut the fuck up. Right. So. Yeah, I literally, I literally, this is, we're going to sound like a different alternative podcast over here. Yeah, we're going to sound like. <laughs> like we're like broadcasting live from the fucking. Live from the Pride Parade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, um, yeah, it's a, 
I don't I don't know. And then I'm like, you know what? Let me listen to this shit. I listened to I forgot what it was called. Not two one two, but the the one that two one two was on. And this nigga Carlos is getting wild. You gotta do the fucking night at the Roxbury. Like every time I hear house, I start doing that one. <laughs> and hyphy? Ew. <laughs> nah, you can't do that to that BPM. Right. You get mad into this shit. But the first thing I get sampled from her was broke with a broke with expensive taste. Mm-hmm. Which is, I'm assuming, like ten years from now, will be like a really dope, like cult classic album. I feel like it should have. I feel like everything she puts out should have a larger influence, mm-hmm. especially on like younger. She could be number two behind Nicki as a I rapper. Feel like she could be. She's different enough from Nicki Minaj. I feel like after listening to this album, I feel like if she wasn't such a dickhead and wasn't making such a dickhead move, she could take food right off Full Rider and Pitbull's plates. Nah, I wouldn't want that for her. That's too, it's too like. She has too much artistic value and merit within herself to be able to, you know, but do bring some that. art to that shit. No, like, but you, you can't can. bring art to that shit. You got to dumb it down to the lowest level. Flo Rida is bringing nothing to the table in terms of he's like, listen, let me sample some old soul shit, make mm-hmm. the niggas dance to it, and you know, whistle on it, and then boom, Flo Rida, um, <laughs> and then whistle on it. But essentially, like, I feel like she could be. She's different enough from Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. She's got a sound that's. Really, I guess, could become popular. I see a lot of people could sort of jump on this sort of wave. I mean, house music. I mean, house music. The, it's always been popular. It's always been popular, but I feel like in terms of just m- moving into the mainstream, it's already mainstream. I feel like it's the most well, mainstream you can get. It is. It like it's it, American like, mainstream. Yeah. I don't, do you mean? I don't call it, this American mainstream. Yeah, you know how house is a big influence, like on the EDM culture, and like even EDM main- culture is passed in America. No, it's not. It's like it's, it's still it, on the fucking radio. <laughs> it's still on the radio, but it's not like the most popular thing. It's 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 the EDM era of America was like 2007 through 2011. No, it's still going on. No, it's still going on. I I disagree in terms of mainstream what? popular music. Sorry, sorry's a Moonbatone record. That's one record. That's one I'll record. I'll give you one record. I'll name another. Okay, let's see. Most of the stupid shit Flo Rider comes out with. That don't count. And then <laughs> most of the dumb shit, like. I feel like most of the. Actually, I feel like most of. I don't know. Most the music industry is leaning more towards urban music again. I feel because things go in cycles, at least. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, but I think, like, she could be insanely popular. She just needs one record, and I feel like she had that record somewhere before, and then it just never This shit off. was so hard. First of all, yes. First of all, first Big of, Talk featuring Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Such a, such a, such a brilliant placement of feature and S- all Song that. of the Week? Song of the Week. Song of the, this is some new shit that we just made up, like, three seconds ago. This yeah, is song, song of, of the, the week. week. This is Song of I the will Week. F- Big I, Talk, Rick Ross, Azalea Banks. Exclusive. <laughs> I thought I heard Rick Ross on the beginning of it. I was like, did he remix this shit? And just like, <laughs> I nah, like, I feel like another one? I feel like it was great to ask him because that 16 fits so well in there and that he was able to do it too. Just so finesse. Like, most artists won't work with her because you know she's apparently she's like literally probably been back blacklisted. It's like, okay. people won't work with her. She worked with Pharrell and then like subsequently dissed Pharrell and was like, nigga, you didn't even promote the record. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, fuck out of here. This is why. Yeah. You, this is this <laughs> is why girls from Harlem be losing to girls from Brooklyn every day. Yeah. You know. Because a girl from Harlem will fight with you. A bitch from Brooklyn will fight for you. Sure. 
Absolutely. And then a bitch from Brooklyn will fight against you. Shout out to the beautiful women of Brooklyn. When she finds out you fucking up. Amazing on this track. If this blue for her, I would be sort of happy for her, but Mm -hmm. then I would be unhappy for her because of how not her sound this is. Whatever. It's... Nigga, a hit's a hit. If you made it, you made it. But I feel like once you uh, obtain a hit, you have this pressure, not only from, not only on yourself, but from other people to sort of replicate that hit by I, doing similar things. I think she could do it, but creatively. It's like literally, Trey Songs became popular with Say Ah. Trey Songs is a different kind of nigga. But but it's like it's it's the same formula when you become popular with a certain. Certain sound of a song. Absolutely, there's an expectation. People want you, to, not even an expectation. People want you to replicate that over and over and over again. Be like, listen, this worked. You you killing this? This is why R. Kelly's doing hip hop shit. Mm-hmm. And like, you no, know, when R. Kelly was doing sex, I mean, the sex shit worked, and he's still doing sex and hip hop shit. But uh, uh, like I was saying with Trey Songs, he became popping and say ah, that really sort of blew and mm-hmm. sort of became something on its own. And then he proceeded to drop bottoms up and like two bitches and like you know. Other, you know, songs about women and liquor. And I'm like, all right, really? Still? Again? Nigga? The women and the drinks. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Only that was the most common... Den- that was the most common denominator song. <laughs> Two bitches. Oh, my God. Um, nonetheless, Slazy, you got a rating for this? Um, I want to give it a 3.5. Let's give I, it a 3.5. I thought man. it was very creative. That was, was very creative, good. very all over the place, very much like delving into hip hop, delving into house. I saw delving into like the singer songwriting thing a little bit. She has a song called "Queen of the Clubs," very EDM, I've very heard, hard style bounce. Like I've saw on Twitter, someone tweeted that Young Thug should hop on this. No, no, you want to hop on Queen of the Clubs? <laughs> that shit would be funny. That shit would be awesome, bro. And I'm sure he could like play it off. It I'm, I'm sure they'll they'll do an, a thing where they like sort of filter out the drums and it's just the melody in his voice and just. So let, let, then let's get into this young thug because it's slime season three right now. Slime season three dropped. The art is like trauma worthy. Yes. Um. <laughs> the art looks like Silent Hill. And it's very glossy too. So apparently, slime season three doesn't follow the same sort the of passion ru- of the slime. Ru- <laughs> Doesn't follow the same rubric as the first initial two mm-hmm. slime seasons as there isn't a boatload of shit on there that you can't delete because everything sounds pretty good in shuffle and none of it like You know what's so funny? It's like it's like just like this I'm up the I'm up project he dropped like a couple like a, probably like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. It's just like I have this feeling where at the beginning things are a little slower and then it's like picks of speed on the second half. I feel like I don't know. I feel like this entire thing is pretty rocking. But I listened to it on shuffle. I didn't actually listen to it with the original sequencing because oh. I feel like you don't need to with the I uploaded to iTunes first so that way it syncs to my phone so everything just plays in sequence. Look at you, man. Ever since you got this new iPhone, you've changed, man. I know. You're a different nigga with this I, iPhone. I know. I got blue bubbles now. It's got crazy. blue bubbles. Blue bubbles, beloved. Niggas probably subscribe to Apple Music. Uh, not yet, not yet. Not yet. You're not yet. I'm not making that commitment until I get like a new job with bowling ass features. Sure. But yes, this Young Thug Slime Season 3. Quality Thug? Mm-hmm. Quality Thug. I feel like, you know... I think my joints on there were Digits and what else? Digits is fire. Digits is fire. And I think the last... You like Drippin'? Drippin's cool, but I feel like the shit... Let's see. Uh, Worth It Tattoo's problem, like the last four tracks were so hard. I like all of it. I like that it's short. 
Mm-hmm. He's given us 20 tracks before, a lot to digest. I literally had to split it in two multiple times. I feel mm-hmm. like everyone's like I feel like everyone's listening to our podcast and listening to our ideas by like making things concise. I, I hope so because you know it just works, man. It works. Um, so this Young Thug Project Slime season three, I'm a big I'm I like the track. I'm not in crazy in love with it. I'm not like you know over the moon about it because I literally just heard it probably like ten hours ago. But you know, I feel like. This is going to stay in rotation. The thing is, it's just going to get jumbled up with the rest of Thug, which is the worst part about it. I really got to find a no, way. There's no, like, because there's no space between releases for him. It's not even that. It's like a, some of the things sound similar. I mean, the style is evolving, but it's evolving at a very snail's pace. There's there's is very, his choice in producers tends to stay the same and just varies. Well, very Someone is tight. Someone, it, it tweaks from who, time to time. Who on my timeline was tight because there were no like 808 Mafia, Sunny Digital. Type. When would that happen, bro? I was like, I was like, I what thug have you been listening? I mean, it's happened, but like, I was like, I would rather no, but I would to? rather that you know, because I'd rather that heat like be on an actual album. I would prefer that, but it hasn't happened in a long time. I feel so like I feel like there's a strain. They're in testing out a thing with thug. Maybe they're doing this where it's like. Why even worry about an album? Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like Future's thing. Like, Future drops albums, but they're kind of like mixtapes and stuff like that. But I don't think we're gearing up for this, like, you Hyena? know. Yeah, I don't think we're gearing up for this debut album by Young Thug. Like, he's dropped so much material. Does it really matter anymore? Mm, like, the true. Slime Season 1, Slime Season 2, Slime Season 3, you know, I'm Up, you know, Barter 6, fucking the original one. I forgot what it was called. The one that really got him popping that had, like, Danny Glover and um, the other shit on it. But he's, he, nonetheless, he's dropped um, he's dropped so much stuff that it doesn't really matter. Like, even if Hyena is, like, his debut album. It's like, what is he saving for it? He's going to continue doing what he does. I don't know. He might be saving some bomb-ass features and things like that. I don't know. I don't know like, man. he probably has, like, the last good Rich Homie Kwan recording on there. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Rich Gang, too. I was maybe, I was hoping I was hoping surprised that this was like eventually just Rich Gang two and not Slime season three, but I know everyone's been waiting for it. Oh man, I'm kind of missed the Rich Gang. So. What do we think about Slime season three? What Slime season it? three, since I, I I probably give it a three point five because it was concise, but it's still like it's still like it doesn't give me anything super new. Yeah, new tracks, nothing super new. It just but throws I still like more it. shit in the, sort of the sea of thug out. It's yeah. just like it's throwing more shit. There's got so much content. There's nothing that sort of really floats up. It's like a future release to tape tomorrow. I'd be tight. I'd be tight because it's like I, you haven't given me time to sit with just even just Purple Rain and Evil. Purple Rain doesn't need time to sit with. It's kind of I don't know the Perkies were calling. The per- Perkies calling. A great song. I listen to that while I'm riding on the bus and like looking out the window while the rain drops. Yeah, it's just like I can hear the birds go. Mm. I can hear the Zannies calling. That shit is awesome, man. I like like anything future past like 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 that fuck up some comma speeds. I like sure. all those tracks like slowed down. I don't I don't like I, I, I love I, I grabbed like three songs off of like um Purple Rain and just called it a day. Mm. all I have most of it. See, Little Haiti baby. Let's go. I you listened to I Am Sue this week. Yeah, Kilt Three. Kilt Three. I've been rocking with I Am Sue probably for like since like 2011 and since. i am indifferent so that's exactly. why i didn't listen to it he didn't go fuck he no. doesn't he's not big on bay area shit he's not big on the bay um, area sound don't lie don't lie don't, don't lie. lie you big on like tina shay and that's i'm not it. i'm not big on all right to say to say i'm not big on it i feel like you're implying that i don't give a fuck 
Yeah, that's the fancy, I give that's the a nicest fuck. way to put it. Jesus, but I give a fuck, but it's just like I don't give enough of a fuck. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Splitting hairs. All right, splitting well, them. All right, splitting them with razor. Sure, Where? sure. All right. Let's um, go. so I am Sue dropped his fucking killed his three. Killed three. Killed was like a mixtape series before this album dropped. Gotta be because there's a three of it. Mm-hmm. So That's let's all see. I know. <laughs> he dropped a uh, game time probably like uh, two three months ago. Sure. And that was like his lead single going into the album. Um, he's got a loyal fan base from out like out in California, so it's like I can understand it. This this like this this shit is pretty hard, but it's like if you're not into those 100 to like 98 BPM beats, like those mustard like West Coasty beats. Break it down for people who don't understand BPM. Okay, BPM is beats per minute, sure. and like the the typical DJ mustard track is about 100 BPM. So you're gonna hear a snap at like the two and the four, and then there's gonna be like very heavy synth lines and very like eerie melodies in between. Loki, a I lot think of you clap made it, snaps. Loki, I think you made it way more. <laughs> No, I mean like you can sna- like count I, one, two, three, four throughout a song, and you'll feel it. The snaps on the two and the four. Okay, but um, yeah, that's like something that's big in the Bay Area, and like the West Coast. That's how their beats were kind of different from ours in the East Coast. Like mm-hmm. ours were like much slower. Theirs were much faster, but had like a quicker groove to them. Sure. So that's something that sets us apart from like the East, like the West Coast. But the West Coast, it's like certain things haven't changed. Mm-hmm. Like when I really like listen to this album. Like, yeah, there are trap elements. There are those hi-hat skitters and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, he tries to make this still a very West Coast feel record, like, with the synths and all the eerie sounds that he invokes and shit. There's a lot of... Nah, it's a, it's a little more poppy than that, but it's like... <laughs> you sound like Beaker from the Muppets, nigga. You sound like someone's gonna strap you to the rocket and pour, like, acid on your head. me, 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 me. But well, this shit is dope, and it's got a lot of great features, like hella good on the end of it with Problem. And sure. Like, I like Problem. Yeah. Gucci with Cool John, Game Time. I, I don't know. I mean, I know who Kill John is, but like, I cool don't. Cool John? Not Kill John. <laughs> I said I know who Cool... Oh, Cool John. Cool John from I know HBK. Who he is. I know who he is. Um, they're like a big, like... They're like, they're like I guess, the I know Bay about area. HBK. Yeah. The Heartbreak Kids. Yeah, I know about them. I, I reviewed a Sage of Gemini album. Oh, yep, yep, yep. He's on here, so. too. He's on um something new. I'm sure he is. But it's a really cool joint. If you're, like, into, like, West Coast rap, because West Coast rap sort of stays in this smart bubble where it doesn't change as much. Like, we've got New York rappers that sound like sound like they live in Atlanta. Some, you know. You know certain, if you get broads in Atlanta, why not, right? If you, yeah, I mean, you've got to change your lingo every other weekend. Sure. This is hella good. Let me turn it up. That's my shit. Was it Apple Music? Yes, Apple Music. Yeah, because they were streaming his shit on the album. Sure, on the uh, like his album for like the longest. Like between me and Martin and probably George Davidson, we we're like the only people that give a shit about like this album. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Um, what else came out this week? Um, came Michelle. Came Michelle. Oh man, after you then ran her through the dirt. I didn't have to. Re- Yo, I didn't. Ago. Man, I know she cries she's, grits, and now I can't get yeah, that out of my mind. <laughs> um, and you know she goes to spas instead of cucumbers. They just put like ham on her eyelids and shit. <laughs> ham on her. Just cold cuts. Why are you the way you are? Why am I so mean? Oh, why are you the way you are? 
She dropped this fantastic album. Oh, God. I call it a good... It's a good album. I guess. It's a good album. More Issues Than Vogue. First of all, it's a shitty name. Or as she said, Mo Issues Than... No, I'm kidding. Mo Issues? That's... Um, she, everything she said come with attitudes. But I feel like that's, that's what I fucking hate about her. I don't hate her because I realized that like even when she was on Love and Hip Hop, I feel like she was one of the only people sort of promoting a talent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As opposed to like promoting, you know, niggardry. But like niggardry, niggardry. I think it's like witchcraft, nigger. <laughs> black magic, niggardry. <laughs> There's niggardry afoot. And you put, pull out a box of po- unfinished Popeyes and use the bones oh, to like man. craft a spell and shit. But like even all right, so she's got she starts out the song with this T Pain pen record, mindful. Nigga, isn't he on the record? He's on the record, but like it's mostly her. I give her credit for putting T Pain on the record because most people don't want T Pain Ryan for them anymore. But it's like he's actually pretty good. I give him credit as a of um as an artist with any sort of artistic merit. He's a lot more deeper. Than I guess the 2007 2008 iteration of himself was, mm-hmm. but um, she comes really, really. I've I've never listened to a K Michelle album before this. Mm-hmm. Um, really? No, I did never. I didn't bother. I during when she released her first album, Rebellious Soul, I really thought she was just like some love and hip hop bitch that I really didn't know about. I think it was the red hair that sort of set me off. Um, not big on the red hair. Nah, not really. I think it's too unnatural for um women. But you know, it works on Rihanna. I think that's probably it. Um, but, and then I didn't listen to her second album either, but I realized that she was, like, pushing for for more from a mainstream crossover sound, and I think that she's doing it with this album. She's dropped, um, the first single was, um, Not A Little Bit, which is a little bit more, you know, crossover rhythmic in terms of just, like, more can be heard on pop radio. Um, a lot of these songs, I, I honestly, I think for the, as great as her voice is, the ballads aren't even the... Believe it or not, the ballads are not even, to me, the best part of this record. Mm -hmm. It's really like the upbeat, the mid-tempo, the stuff that comes in the beginning as it transitions into the ballads. And even the ballads are kind of cool. I think she, this entire album, it's a 12-track album. It's a good R&B album. Um, She sold me on her after initially I was just like, all right, I'm just going to listen and see what what happens with this shit. And she sold me on her. It's a really good album. Um, I'm sure women will love this album. Um, I'm sure anyone who loves R&B will love this album. Um, I don't understand the track with Jason Derulo. It's called Make the Bed, and it has this sort of, like, weird clunky hook. Like, if we make the bed, someone's gonna mess it up or something along those lines. It doesn't matter if we make the bed because we're gonna mess... I guess so. I, that's one thing I've always thought about when, when having intercourse. Are we gonna make the bed after? Because we definitely are not gonna be here. Well, you're definitely not gonna be. I don't know. Oh, I kind of, like, remove... I, I don't want not say remove sheets, but, like... Or at least put some covering nah, over it. Nah, if y'all trying to have like that nasty sex, y'all just push everything to the side and Push fuck. everything to the edge of the bed. Ah! Ow. Sorry. <laughs> ah! And just fuck. Um, I just turned down the headphone knob so it didn't explode. In. Right, absolutely. So the, the shit didn't sound like a sonic boom into like... But overall, I give this ear. album... I give this album a... I don't give it... I mean... It's a three. It's like a, It's like if I could give it between. Like if I could give it three point seven out of five, I would give it. It's a really good R and B album. Like I recommend it. It's probably thus far. Um, let me see who else has dropped. Ah, no one really. Um, thus far to me, the best R and B album of the year thus far. Um, she's killing it. Um, with that said, any more out? I mean, we have the we have the Zayn Malik album. Who? 
The nigga from One Direction. Who? There's only One Direction I want to hear him. Not in my house. <laughs> so he dropped the single Pillow Talk, which became a number one single. You know, you can have the neighbors. Da, 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 da. Um, essentially, his story is like, you know, he... Uh, let me just give you Zayn Malik in like 30 seconds because I actually had a researcher's guy. Um, he appeared on the UK version of X Factor, auditioned as a solo artist, didn't become the champion of X Factor. So they put him in a group with four other niggas known, and that group became known as One Direction. Mm-hmm. One Direction became a sort of phenomenon in the UK. This sounds like um, Metalocalypse, but okay, keep on Or going. the Spice Girls. But Absolutely. <laughs> Um, they became a phenomenon in the UK and in the United States. Wait, so he's part of Garlic Jr. Spice Boys? Yes. So yes. He's mustard. It's more accurate. That's so accurate. That's so accurate. Um. Tutti Fruity. <laughs> I forget which one was called Tutti Fruity. That's so I funny. think that was in the first Garlic Jr. movie, but that shit was stupid. But essentially, you know, they became mainstream success in New York, sold a whole bunch of albums, um, sold out a lot of tours, became popular with the girls. But he felt artistically stifled and that he didn't have the music that he was able to do. So he left the group and all those One Direction girl fans were like super sad because it was like, oh my God, he's leaving the group. And now they're stuck with a weird four-member music boy group, which like, you know, four-member boy bands never fucking work out. Like Mm -hmm. 98 Degrees, come on. Um, But so he's decided to move on solo, which is, I feel like in a sense, it's like it's still... I'm so scarred by the boy band era of our early 2000s that, like, everything's sort of a ploy. Like, I even think him going a solo is a ploy. Because I feel like this industry isn't built for groups to last. And they never do. Ow. All right. Sorry, I was fixing the headphone volume because it started to get all fizzy. Right. Um, I hit my fucking head. But, yeah, I feel like most boy just groups in general don't last because I think it's the more solo driven industry except like the Eagles. also they get older yeah. they get older and less um i guess attractive because right. some of them are going to morph into trolls yeah a little bit like that's another thing you gotta you got like beauty doesn't last forever so they take like the most beautiful talent like the one with the most charisma talent and and beauty like it's the same thing with justin timberlake they i feel t- like they picked him up and that just- was the most clear thing to me because i felt like I feel like everyone was in on it except the other four members of NSYNC. Like, nigga, what are you supposed to do after this? I don't know. I feel like Joey Fatone was, like, more interested in Doritos. (laughs) And then, like, Lance Bass was more introduced to, Interested in men? Yeah, there you go. Like, he did ballet and he became an astronaut after that, so go him. Go him. Go Lance Bass. Go Um, Lance Bass, go. You go go Lance Bass. But, like, literally, NSYNC's tour ended in 2003 or 2002. And then, like, Justin Timberlake's album literally dropped, like, eight months later. Mm, so that's, like, I feel like it's all a ploy. So I feel like even this itself. But um, apparently he was creatively stifled because the group was doing, like, this pop rock thing. Mm-hmm. And he kind of wanted to do more R&B, soul-esque music. So he was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm out of here. Oh, man, when K. Michelle finds out about this, she's going to be pissed. So he's he dropped this album. It's called Mind of Mine. This is a solo album. The cover is inspired by, you know, Lil Wayne's The Carter Three. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, he got tattoos on his wrist. And he's a baby. Um, it features one feature on it, Kaylani. Mm. Um, Should have got Drake. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you got to sell- It's hard to sell yourself going from a boy band to an actual serious artist. Because I, I wasn't even sold on it initially. 
I'm I'm still listening to it and trying to find you know, trying to find the f- sort of. We should have had Kaylani, Tina Shay. Nah. Ray Shremmerd maybe MK. Nah, but it's like this is this is way this has like R and B in it. This has a little bit of pop. This has like neo soul in it and shit like that. Like it's the only issue with it. It's like it's fucking eighteen songs, so it's like it's very mind numbing. Like really, like a lot of these songs, you know, didn't need to make the final cut. There you go. But um, I listened to it once. I wasn't really happy with it. I thought this was kind of a ploy. I thought mm-hmm. this was kind of like a. R&B album, and I use air quotes because I feel like a lot of pop music stars are use, utilizing R&B sounds, and it's just being labeled pop, and they're R&B sounds, and they're becoming super successful about it, especially when they're white, but... Appropriation! But, like, I feel like that was that, but then I'm like, I'm listening to the album... First of all, listening to the album in sequence was like a chore, but I also listened to it at 8 a.m., so I decided to give this shit another run, and it's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, it's a good voice. Um, he apparently wrote a lot of these songs himself. Um, he, he apparently, like, you know... That's good. He cares about his craft, and, like, he's trying to work towards actually being taken seriously as an artist. So he apparently, um, cares about that. Um, would I have this on super repeat? Probably not. Mm. Um, the thing I'm gonna do about this, I'm assuming I'm just gonna pick out the songs that I like and just throw away the rest, because that's usually what I do with, like, albums. That are such big and bulky like this. Um, so Zane's mind of mine. Um, he's getting a lot of great reviews. He's getting a lot of like four star five, not four, not five star, but a lot of like th- high threes, four four and a half star reviews from a lot of publications. And you know I can see why. It's a it's, it's a pretty in terms of just pop album. It's not sort of fodder. It's not super fodder for the radio. This seems more like an expression of like who he wants to actually be. Um, Nonetheless, good album. I'm going to give it an actual rating of 3.5 out of 5. High 3.5 mm-hmm. out of 5. It's pretty good. I recommend everyone listen to it. Um, Let's see. What else do we got here? ASAP Ferg dropped a new single, Letter Bang, featuring Schoolboy Q. Dude, it's like everything is trash till we get to Schoolboy Q. Yeah. Um, Ferg, I don't know. If I see you, I got I to gotta pull you to the side and tell you. Maybe this rap shit not for you. I feel like it's not, but, you know, he's got the money to do it. I mean, he's signed to a label, so, like, I feel like ASAP Rocky got his fingers on, and he's like, oh, shit, we get money now. I feel like that's really it. Mm-hmm. Um, Kendrick Lamar dropped Levitate as an official single. Which is his first, like, not first, but I say, like, this is a song you could play in strip clubs. Like, this is a Kendrick Lamar. You play this right after Red Shremmered right into Young Thug. Right. Um, or like right after Little Uzi Vert into like Future. I think Kodak Black officially dropped Skirt as a single on iTunes. Dope. Um, I mean, he's one of those people that I find extremely underwhelming. But yeah, Subtract. Um, the art. They also dropped an album. Maybe I'll review it next week. But there's well, a lot we'll of we'll review Subtract and Division later, and then PEMDAS and Multiplication and all. There's that. a lot of the Dream on this album, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, three tracks of the Dream on it. There's only eight tracks. Um, Money Dance Two. Rick, um, Money Dance 2. Produced by... It's a Justice League track Has featuring Rick Ross, Mac Wiles, and Camp Lowe. Fucking smooth as hell. Mm. Mm. 
Turn it up. Oh, this should have just. Re- you know what this track is just missing? Like someone like Jeremiah or like what you call it, like crooning in the. Back. Yeah, I think a Jeremiah would do better, but they got Mac Wiles on it, so it's. Like, oh yeah, true. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd be forgetting he sings. He does sing. Um, let's see. Um, Ty Dolla Sign dropped the deluxe version of. Dude, that Free fucking uh, that fucking Metro Boomin Ty and Quavo record. What is it called? Long time. Long time. I feel like uh, this this video requires a sexy Miss Swan in it from like Mad TV. Sexy Asian lady. Yes, sexy Asian lady. Yes, me th- long time. Um, also features the, the deluxe version. Also features Wavy featuring Joe Moses, and I forgot what else. Oh, um, long time. I can actually put up. Um, let's see. Let's see. Fat Joan Remy Ma, all the way up. All the way up is a high record. Whew. Not I had gonna, no idea this. Not song. gonna lie, but mm. I thought it was originally supposed to be a French Montana record that they slid to Fat Joe because mm. of the way the the feel. I mean, maybe the industry works that way. Maybe it is, but like this is a pretty because it's like it's, it follows that dope house formula that you know that Coke Boy formula. He said on Juan Epstein, Fat Joe said that he pretty much. He did, he went to the clubs for six months, and he sort of sat there and analyzed music. And I'm assuming throughout these six months, he decided, he heard French Montana, because I'm sure, you know. Yeah. I'm sure. This is what the Bronx needs. <laughs> right. So he went to all the, he went to all the dirty, you know. He was at Bamboo. Yeah, all them clubs. And he was like, listen, I'm going to listen to what he does. He said he did his homework, and this is how he created a single. He worked with some, a new art, a new producer. Which I recommend to all sort of artists who don't want to pay for like super popular producers who don't want to don't want to pay Metro Boomin get you Metro Poopin right <laughs> get you Metro Poopin um, who don't want to work with sort of producers who don't have the time for you because they're working on other more important more tracks. important artists because you're washed up you're right <clears throat> um shame well yeah um I heard Tate Cobain for the first time this week Bank Rolls remix I'm not sure if you heard it. Nah, did play it. Oh, you playing it now? That's how my sister reacted to the first time. I think this is an initial just reaction of just like, oh shit, it's kind of fire, kind of. Take a bang, I guess. Um, called Bankroll's Remix. Apparently, it's been out for a while. Oh, what song was I listening to this morning? Foreign, I think. Foreign by Gucci Mane. Uh, Rich Homie Kwan, mm-hmm. Young Dolph, and there's another rapper on there, and I can't remember his name, but the shit was hard, son. I was sitting there just bobbing my head, and I didn't know I had downloaded it, and it ended up on my iTunes. It's just hard. That's how that's how it works with iPhones now, man. Shit yeah. just shows up there. Oh, Dre P, Bankroll, JP. It's called Foreign Bankroll. Mm. Okay. I- I'll play it after, because it's going to come out mad loud on my, my, my computer. Um, New Jacquees track called Body Right. Body right, body right, pretty good. Ooh, yeah, I know, right? Smart motherfucker. He's coming up next, man. He's, 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 I feel like yeah, he's, he's gonna do he's, his tuggy tuggy R and B shit. Yeah. Um. Let's see, what other new music? Um, have I been gotten on? Amir Obi dropped an EP. Won't find love in the hills. Solid song. Hmm. Solid song. Um. Ariana Grande is preparing to drop her album. Yeah, I can see that by all the leaks I see. Yeah, she's a, she dropped Dangerous Woman, which is like a very, you know, pop, you know, I'm a woman, hear me roar, 
<laughs> um, not yet a girl, but kind of a woman, like that Britney Spears song. You drop Be Alright, which is like this very 90s techno club Vogue heels other shit song which is actually pretty sounds pretty good um let's see I'm just trying to judge just like the music I've been feeling over the past couple of weeks I listen to a lot of you know what I listen to fuck I'm gonna do this right now hold on you know what I've been listening to over the past couple days mm-hmm. hold on I've been listening to this for like the past four days, nigga. <laughs> I remember there was a, there's a, I think it was like a long time ago. Like it was, I think it was a while back in the summer. We had gone to Palisades in Brooklyn to see my boy Kush Jones and Swisher Sweet mm-hmm. uh, play for classical tracks. One of their events. They were also on the podcast, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, on separate times. Like Swisher was in the Blanco episode, but um, that shit was funny as fuck. So um, they're playing back, like they're going back to back. So it's like Swisher plays two tracks, Kush plays two tracks, mm-hmm. and at the end of the set, the last two songs are, sw- are Kush's, and like he drops some footwork shit, and then at the end of it, he finishes with this, and we were just we just lost our fucking minds. Of course, this is one of those like low key songs. It's like, oh yeah, this shit was wildfire. This shit is. I've been listening to this. It's actually today is the tenth anniversary of Diplomatic Immunity. Um, but you know, you have to give out a salute. Cam and Joan, Cam and Jim Jones apparently still have problems because um, because he's Jim Jones is a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's a fucking mook. Well, there we go. He's a fucking mook. A- yeah, when I listen to like like people from Harlem that have been in Harlem for like twenty, thirty years talk, mm-hmm. I think it's, it takes me back to like growing up and those people being like the twenty year olds and like like the twenty year olds and the high schoolers that I wanted to emulate. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. But let's end it on this. I really mean it. Diplomats. Mm-hmm. Um, God bless New York. God bless New York. But don't trust these Harlem girls. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. Um, We'll be back next week for episode 56. And we may have surprises on the way in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. We have surprises on the way. So, you know, stay tuned. And also our- follow our Twitter account. It's at Two Belts Podcast. We're finally dropping views from the seven. Yeah. It's at, it, views it, from the, what was it? Views from the A train. Follow that. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Fucking, please like our SoundCloud stuff so more people listen to it. Um, views from the dollar van. Like, you you guys not ready. Um, Let's see. What else? Um, what else sayonara. Going um, I'm going to be writing a lot more often eventually one day. Um, but soon, eventually, one day. Like, soon, one day. But not, like, eventually. Peace. And, um, wait. I still gotta do more. Damn it. There's still more. This is still more on the outro, nigga. Don't come me on the outro. This is, like, family business on fucking Kanye album. No, no, it's not, like, family business. It's, like, early 50 mixtapes, nigga, talking for, like, an hour at the end Um, of this track. Let's see. Nigga, give you two verses, two choruses, and the end of the song would be, like, a long-ass outro. Follow the Twitter, um, Two Bells Podcast. We got like a lot of exciting news coming up for them. I guess. But there's some things we gotta keep a secret. <laughs>